people are criticizing Baka a lot, bro. Like, what's up with that? They always have, honestly. But now more than ever, because that momentum or that little that break we gave them because of the win, the titles, is wearing off. And it's wearing off because we are missing key players, leaving him to be in the center of attention. And as expected, he is not performing as expected as you know what anyone else would perform like. Uh, if you were saying the Baka fanboys would say Hi, welcome to another episode of Cruzazul Analysis. I am your host, Jesse, and I'm alongside Ivan. Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be back. Yeah, so pretty much um, Eli's, Eli's still working, so he'll be on the show a little bit later, probably like 20, 20 minutes. So if you guys want to skip through it, then fuck us, and you oh, just yeah, want to hear yeah, Eli, us, then, yeah. then skip forward to like 20 minutes. But um, yeah, so pretty much... Um, we're just going to go at it and uh, talk about the Monterrey game. So, I mean, honestly, it's uh, it's one of those games where Ivan has to use the famous term. Because the, the <laughs> that's what song. happened. That's, yeah, that's I, mean, what... I mean, <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to change the term to a different, uh, different way. But, hey, if you want to use it for that, for the losing a lead in the last minute, Damn, dude! It had been a while. It had been a while since that happened. I think what the last time was Cibordi and Cholos against us, and I I used the phrase as well. Um, I don't, the fact that I noticed some people kind of took it up the ass made me made me realize that you know everyone was just as mad as me. If they didn't care, if they weren't mad about the result, they they wouldn't have got so offended. But they were mad, bro. Like. You know, it was like adding insult to injury. It was like salting the wound, you know. And I literally, all I said, I just hashtag Cruz Azulada. People, people got worked up. And I ended up feeling... People went at it with you. People went at it with you. I know, but I, I kind of felt bad at the end because I was like, you gave me like, man, I'm over here all by myself. Like, you got you to gotta know when, when you're losing and when you're going to lose. It, it's just too many of them against just once. So I was like, ah, whatever, guys. But no, I mean, to me, at the end of the day, that's what happened. Um, you could call it what you want to call it. I, I, I know it as a Cruz Azuliada. So I saw it, pissed me off. Um, how the fuck does that happen? Um, you know, I think more than anything, because we had come from not being able to be Monterrey, I think we lost in that Concacafida. And so that kind of pissed me off as well, because I mean, it's the champion team. It's it's supposed to be the best Cruz Azul in a while, and Monterrey had, hadn't been playing that good. I still think they're they're not playing that good, but for some reason they're trumping us. You get me? For some reason, it's difficult for us to, to beat them, and and I thought like, okay, this is it. And I think it was minute ninety one or something. I was just like, dude, are you serious? Uh, granted, I, I was drinking a bit so i was kind of you know i was kind of like fuck this shit but like you were already worked up i was already worked up bro. the bartender was like, wasn't giving you the number and nah. <laughs> <laughs> no dude that bartender used to be well i mean she used she's a person but like in high school she was like a year older than me and she was in a metal band bro uh, from like a from like a city next to us 
And like, I followed her like on MySpace, like me and my friends were obsessed with her. I was like, man, she's this hot rocker girl. And now bro, like, she's like, she came, she's kind of chubby bro, but it turns out she got breast implants. So like the whole night I was kind of being comforted by that. The fact that, you know, putting her boobs in my face. And then like, <laughs> I didn't want to say shit bro, because like in my head, I was like, damn, well, like, you got some big ass boobs. Like, I don't remember them being that big, you get me? And then she, one of her coworkers told her something and then she laughed and she saw he's saying something about my boobs, my breast implants. I was like, oh, well, you got implants. I was like, what? I was like, I was going to say they look different. And, and then like, she started telling me, like she was about to start telling me like this whole story. And then the, the fucking, the cruzacidad that happened, bro. And I was just like, I'm going to leave. And I just got my check and left, bro. The fuck this shit. I'm going to go to sleep. But Nah, yeah, dude, it was definitely some, some, the good thing is that it happened at, kind of at the beginning of the season. Um, I think Monterrey is, is giving us problems. And if th these are the type of results that we're getting, how are we going to feel if we face them in the, in, in the league? Yeah, you get me, is there going to be some sort of like fantasmas going on? Like, oh, we, we, we haven't been able to be Javier Aguirre's Monterrey or, you know, like, People, are we going to doubt ourselves? Um, there's some things, like, in hindsight, everything looks better. Like, we don't have our full squad even to the day. The problem is, is it going to be too late by the time we get the, the full squad? I mean, we can only – I mean, how many games did we want, too? Um, we can't just go the whole, the whole tournament until we have a full squad and then start trying to compete. It might be too late, but we might end up, we might not make it to, to direct uh, classification, um, um, you know, standings. We might have to go into repechaje. That's going on still, right? Yeah, it's still going on and it sucks because imagine um, we get like a, a team that's working up and they get momentum and then, we don't want to. We don't want to be one of those stories about those championship teams that couldn't repeat. You know, only two yeah. have been able to do it. But not pretty much. Um, we started off with uh, Gudinho, Alexis Peña, este Pablo Gata, uh, Nacho Rivero, Baca, Yotun, Alvarado, Paul, Angulo, and Cabecita. And as we know, uh, Cabecita ended up scoring the PK. But, bro, honestly. This was Josue Reyes' game's fault, bro. The guy's too weak, and it's not the first time that he's been costing us games. I think the guy's... He came in as a sub, right? Yeah, bro, but it's the second game. It's the second game. Even um, the game when we played uh, Santos, mm -hmm. as, soon as, I, as soon as they took out Alexis Peña, the defense went to shit. I mean, I, granted no. that Nacho Rivero got a red card, so, mm. I mean, it, it was kind of retarded from from Nacho to get a red card like that knowing that bro like you have two minutes left in the game there's no need to go in like that and plus it's he could have broken he could have broke the guy I think it's funny because we had literally just the previous episode mentioned how bad Nacho Rivera was doing you get me so it was kind of like it was kind of to basically prove us right like I, I remember how the camp Look, you know what? At the end of the day, what matters is Ligia. So, you know, I, I'm just, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Um, but definitely, I mean, I don't see Krasul as the number one candidate anymore. Not saying that we've all seen that in Liga MX, 
the number seven could end up a champion. You get me? So don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that their their possibility of winning is out the door. To this day, to currently, Cruz Azul has the same chances to be a, a champion of the of this season than the number one right now, dude. Like that has nothing to do with it. But it does kind of suck to to have a bipolar team. You get me? You, you wanna you wanna enjoy a game and. Um, you know, there's fuck ups. You can't win. Um, you know, this last weekend game, también with um, San Luis. Like, come on, it's San Luis, dude. Like, um, I didn't get too much on it too. Usually, y'all could see me on Twitter talking shit. This last game, I maybe made like two tweets about it because I was having fun with with my family and and the game was fucking boring, dude. But um, I don't think that's how it should be. We should be excited to watch Cruz Azul. You know, they're the champions. They shouldn't be giving us these little headaches. Um, on, what is it, in two weeks? Two weeks? Um, con Cacaf, Huerta? Um, we have two, to go Three out. weeks, no? Like three weeks? Because I think coming back from Fecha FIFA. So. It's the 16th. The 16th. Mm-hmm. My bad. I'm, let me <clears> see. <throat> But it's getting closer and closer, and you're gonna be out there. Are you? Yeah, excited? dude. I'm still. I'm, Are you excited? I'm excited, and I'm still fucking nervous. I'm still nervous. Yeah, three weeks. Well, there's like two full weeks in between. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm nervous at the fact that this weekend I'm gonna book everything. Like I'm gonna pull the trigger this weekend, and like you said, there's still like two and a half weeks, and I don't know. I hear that the pandemics out there is pretty bad, and you know. I just don't want to fucking have that shit canceled on me. Um, so that that's what I'm nervous about. Um, Are I'm, you buying little... the ticket from your from your buddy? And no, the, no. The guy that I got you from the final? No, I think I'm going to buy it there at the Azteca, because I don't think it's going to sell out. I, I don't think so, you get me? The, the final, obviously, I knew it was going to sell out, and it sold out. And, you know, I think... I don't think it's going to sell out, but either way, I will. I'm going to contact him. I'm going to ask him if he's going to go. Um, if he's not, you know, I'll, I'll ask him, like, you think you think I should wait till I get to Mexico City and go to that Azteca and try to get a ticket or try to buy it online? Because I know we've had issues in the past where you're trying to buy from, like, Ticketmaster MX and it doesn't let you. It doesn't let you use credit cards from over here and shit like that. So I don't know. But I think you have to call your bank for that. To be honest, I think you have to call your bank and then they kind of like unlock it so you could actually run the transaction. But I'm gonna I'm go, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go check that out. But um, as soon as they go on sale, I'll look into it. But I highly doubt it's gonna sell out. There's a lot of people, even that I've been seeing online, that say that they're not they don't go to the stadium because of the virus. Like, even though it's open, they're still like scared. You get me? And you kind of got to understand that people in Mexico are a lot they have a lot more to lose than us you get me they they if they lose a job if they if they miss some days of work you get me it's a lot well right here be- we have like all the resources you know medical insurance <laughs> yeah i mean so, some of us have it some of us don't I mean, whatever no, and then, it is and unemployment exactly there's a lot of like jobs that like will give you will pay you like if you get sick you know because of covid they'll they'll like they'll still like kind of like pay you in a sense but over there i i don't think we have they have the same type of laws established and um i think it's pretty it's pretty fucked up for them if they if they start missing work dude they, it can get it can get hard so i i'm i know a lot of them don't want to risk it so me like i'm 99 sure that 
it's not going to sell out and I won't have a problem getting a ticket for that. For that. Y menos for the Sunday game versus Querétaro. So, you get me? Um, I'm excited. Is it Querétaro or Puebla that you said? It's, it's, they're playing Thursday against Monterrey, Sunday against Querétaro. All right. Yes, um, so, no, yeah, like, it's, it's going to be fun. Um, I don't think it's going to be as fun as the final or anything like that, but you know, I, it's my vacation. Might as well go do that. You get me? Yes, sir. And then pretty much there's a lot of talk, bro. So how do you think a player like Baca is taking <laughs> up with all the criticism? Because, I mean, dude, honestly, like, like I, that fool got me heated. I'm heated from the San Luis game. I'm just waiting for Eli to jump on so we could, uh, we could start uh-huh. talking about San Luis. Yeah. But, bro, oh, look at that. I think he's I think, in. He's in right now. So already okay. Yes, no, I I think Baca like we all know that Baca is is Baca, and if he, if he ever had a prime, it's way past. He is way, we're way past his prime, so you can't expect shit from Baca anymore or anything better than what than than his best his best moments. We've already seen him, dude. <laughs> Don't expect nothing from from Baca. I think. Um, He's just like, you get me? He's a person like like we were feeling about Kata for a long time. Like, hey, fool, when the fuck are you going to retire? Like, when are you going to leave Kurosu? Like, I don't care what you did. Um, You know, I think Baka, he should have quit while he was ahead in a sense that, hey, won the championship. He's a legend. He's a hero. Maybe not a legend because people aren't going to look back and think about, oh, my God, Baca, you know, but he's definitely part of the legendary team. It doesn't matter if that he had a the pool. street. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter how poor his participation was. Um, people are still going to recognize him as part of that historic team. Um, but the more he stays around, you know, he's just going to get shitted on because he's not going to get any better unless he fucking sells his sword of the devil or something and gets <laughs> miraculously good overnight and and plays like like he did that one time where he did that little play where people were comparing him to fucking Xavi and shit you know what <laughs> I mean? but when are we gonna see more of that you get me yeah so pretty much as we mentioned earlier um eli's home eli has arrived welcome to the show eli thank you for coming on lmd back by unpopular demand it's me What's up, everyone? It's good to be back. Sorry, Emily. I was at work uh, getting yelled at. So, you know, good times. It's because it's, it's, it's inventory week, so everything has to be perfect. But anyways, what's up? Guys, I always do, bro. Only one that does. The, the company is going to recognize you and give you a plaque, bro. Relax. <laughs> They're going to give me like a 50 cent raise. Shit, an hour, bro. These people over here are lucky they get 15 cents an hour. <laughs> Anyways, enough capitalism talk. So, Eli, What's up? so what was your thoughts on uh, Ivan's comments throughout Twitter on, on last Wednesday <laughs> when we tied a uh, 1 1 versus Monterrey? Uh, for one, Ivan, you're an idiot. How? You <laughs> like calling it what, the, what it is. Is that what it is, or is that what the press wants it to be? That's what everyone, even my fucking soccer teammates were calling it then. They're fucking Salvadorian, bro. So you take people that don't even watch the league's word over 
No, but they they recognize it. It's it was it wasn't it in a foreign dictionary, bro? Like Spain's dictionary. Sure, if you sure it's not official, but sure they it's it's mentioned. I mean, like like I was telling Jesse before you arrived, I was like, obviously it was an un- unpopular tweet, <laughs> unpopular opinion, and but the fact that people got mad about it just showed how frustrated they felt too that they tied us in the last minute. Oh you yeah, know? it's gonna frustrate anyone, but you're just adding, you know, exactly, exactly. That's adding to you. it for no reason. You <laughs> already know you're gonna, you already know you're gonna see that in the next day's press. So why would you want to add to it? Oh my gosh! Because people because like you're champion. gonna. We're champions. What does it matter? It's a, it's a little jokey joke. Okay, so we're champions. <laughs> so then why bring it up? What happened to the ghosts? The ghosts are yeah. in the past are gone or whatever. They're gone, but it's just a little, little hashtag, bro. <laughs> Nah, bro. Why are you getting nervous, bro? You got ratioed for a reason. <laughs> I don't, bitch. It's Twitter. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much nah, that's but... all Twitter is. It's a joke, but you know, it's not my it's not my cup of tea, especially from Ivan knowing how much of a big fan you are to be falling into that kind of stuff from the media. I said it before any of the media said it, bro. That was like I'm, I'm, was I'm like... sure I'm sure you're the dude that started it. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. It's everybody. Just everybody thought thought the same thing, but people don't want to say it. That's the thing. Why would you want to say it? Exactly. At the end of the, the, end of the day, what title did we lose? No, we haven't. That's why. That's exactly. why. You know, I'm not. That's why I'm not like. Like it's not like, but in the past when I would say that, like I'm not. I said it like in jest. Like you give me like, we're still champions. You give me like. It's like when when you could say something about your team, but you don't want other people saying shit about it, you know. But that's my team. I get to criticize the team. No, uh, at the end of the day, it's not. That's not. That's not consistent criticism. At the end of the day, either. I think it hurts more hearing it from our own fans, bro. To be honest. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, I think it hurts more, bro. I don't. I don't so care how, if an American. So why do you, why do you, why do you criticize Baca so much and talk so much shit about him if he's our player? No, one, well, constructive criticism is one thing. Well, no, you, you guys just shit on him. <laughs> no. And what do we say? What do we say? What do we say? Just, what would, just, man, I don't, I'll go through the tweets later. I'll fucking make a slideshow. <laughs> malo, mal, malo, malissimo, right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, he's not wrong, but we, you're not going to see us, you know, sending messages to his girl or his kids. For yeah, exactly. Either. We respect the family aspect. Like, we criticize his rendimiento futbolístico, but we don't. We're not bashing on his family and shit. We respect that. No, I'm not talking about nobody's family, bro. I just posted one word, literally. <laughs> You're hurting the Cruz Azul family, bro, with your words like that. Oh my god, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, well, what happened happened. Luckily, we're still champions. Luckily, it wasn't in a final, but it happened, and it reminded, it reminded us that. It humbled us a bit like yo this could still happen anytime so we got to keep working and we got to not let that shit happen not just us like nobody likes to be fucking the laughing losing. joke yeah no just losing points at the last minute you give me it's retarded you give me like it's somebody's gotta somebody's gotta be to blame and like jesse said maybe them taking out alexis peña was the cause of it um i don't know so Reyes was not supposed to go in either at that point of the game, you don't put in like a, a canterano 
because he wasn't he's not gonna stand the the pressure or the heat from that moment especially against Monterrey but it is what it is it happened and the only the, the positive is that Reynoso can recognize the issues and the faults yes sir. well that's what he's been saying these last couple of games you get me that this and that and he's what did he say what did he say after the San Luis 0-0 that this was the worst game he's ever like managed Played. yeah, yeah, yeah. since he's arrived that's what he said that that self that uh self-criticism yeah. So, so wait, but in the, then that means in your if that's the case, then next game are we so are we gonna see the best game that Cruz Azul has ever played since the game? Are we gonna have our starters? That's those, do we sound like Piojo now, bro? These are excuses, bro. It, like, how are the excuses if that's how it is? No, because it's kind of like haven't we hyped up um, this fool to be the type of person that makes Montoya work, that can make this guy work, that can make Kata play. Yeah, when you when you use them how they're meant to be used, Montoya is always going to be a really good substitute in the really last couple minutes. Having him start because you have to is not the ideal situation, but that's all you can do because that's all you have. He doesn't have to start him. Okay, so who do you put? Gutierrez as your winger yeah why not Alexis, Alexis Gutierrez the yeah. center mid okay so you negate he's pretty fast he's pretty fast he can be a winger you're not I don't think it's the time to be experimenting Ivan uh I think I would put him as a winger bro that's me though okay but cool. also you're talking to a guy that just lost a 5-2 lead <laughs> over the week. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways. Hey, no, so, uh -huh. All right, just just finish what you were going to say my bad. It's it's off topic. Uh no, nah, yeah, like you know that's you don't have to start Montoya, you get me? Like don't we could use Paul and Yotun like in the center mid and you know use Alexis if if those spots are already covered, you get me? Um why not? Well, either way, like regardless, until we get Orvilin back or even even Romo, our wings are going to be pretty scary because they're not generating anything at all. And it showed so much in San Luis. So let me so, so, so let me just shoot the lineup just so our our audience knows. So we went out with Jurado, Escobar, Alexis, Aguilar. Um, Shaggy came in for Nacho since Nacho was uh, red carded. So Shaggy got to play. Uh, Walter, Baca, Yotun, uh, Piojo, Santi, and uh, Cabecita. But damn, bro. Pretty scary ass game. I think uh, the worst players in that game were, without a doubt, Shaggy. Um, Baca, Montoya, Montoya. Boca, we, Baca, we can't even talk. Walter played pretty bad as well. Um, and then I, I think I think it, it looks bad that our own players have to go at it. I mean, I get it. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm one of those players where I don't like my my teammate telling me shit. Like, like <laughs> yeah. if, if if he's if he's like telling me like I'm fucking up and then he fucks up next, like I'm 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 gonna go and bitch at him too. You know, like yeah. I don't, I think just play on, you know. Yeah. It was no, it's hard. It's hard, bro. If people are talking shit to you, or you know, it's because you're you gotta you gotta take it in consideration that they're already upset and frustrated because something's not working out. And so when 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 one of your your teammates or anybody starts talking shit to you, 
you're you're not gonna you're not gonna like it because you're already in a mood that isn't the most pleasant. Um, I saw I didn't see too much of that game. Um, I saw that highlight later on, uh, but I feel like. I mean, it was bound to happen. Remember, who was wasn't Pablo Aguilar trying to fight Mendes one time, right? Or who was yeah. it? Yeah, it was Mendes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Mendes. So that type of, that type of shit happens with that fool. Was well, I have a question? I don't know if you guys know, but was Pablo Aguilar a captain before? Here and there, the first time, occasional, maybe occasional, like in okay. a Concacaf game or something. True. So, would you say he's not used to being captain? He captained uh, he captained America at one point. So I think I think he has all the all the the balls to be our captain. It's just that right. we're not used to like having uh, a person with his temper compared to like Gata, who's just kind of like mm-hmm. it's no, it's not- funny because it's 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 a big it's a key player in Pablo Aguilar, and you have Santi who's canchero, you know, like almost like barrio type player. Uh, it's funny that they go at it because. They're pretty hot-headed. I think Santi's Santi's like a like a Neymar type of player, bro. Straight up, like obviously, I'm not talking skill-wise, but just imagine like the type of player, the type of shit that Neymar does on the field, like uh, with the rivals. I think that's how Santi is. And I'm not, I'm not, no esqueja. You hear me? Mm-hmm. So, it was gonna happen eventually because Santi, Santi. So if I remember correctly, Santi just made the run right. He went straight up and he just lost the ball, right? Is that where that stemmed from, Jesse? So to be honest, Eli, you know what they did in that play? So they cut us off. They through the end they decided to just put a replay of another play. Oh, for real? So that, okay, so, so that so that talks like how all right, you already have a hot-headed fan that's already like mad that the team's not performing. To add to the top of it, in a breakaway that Cruz Azul has for a contra. You guys decide to play a fucking replay in the middle of a contra. Like, what's up with that? That's honestly, that's not even surprising at this point. Believe me, I'm pretty sure it's worse for like Mexican like audiences over there where they have like tons of ads and like mid rolls and stuff where they have like where the commentators have to stop talking. Hey, I, I had to go. Play. I had to go, guys. So. Yo, thank you for uh, joining us, Ivan. Thank no, you. Bro. Thanks for having me. Um, and yeah, you guys go t- talk about the the San Luis game, and um, I'll see you guys. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about it uh, this weekend's game. What Sunday? Ivan, wait, Pachuca, uh, pronostico. Is it Sunday? It is on a Saturday. Yeah, it's on a Sunday. Yeah, uh, Sunday at six p.m. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, oh shit. I think that Santi's gonna score. That's all I know. I don't know what the score is gonna be, but Sa- Santi's gonna score for sure. So one zero. Okay, I get it. Um, <laughs> nah, but yeah, it was fun talking to you guys. But I gotta go. All right, have fun. Appreciate right, your sure. time, bro. Thank you for coming later, on. Later, guys. For sure. Bye. All right, Jesse. Yes, sir. So just go ahead and uh, finish what you were saying, bro. What were they saying? Oh, so yeah, because their ads, the commentators are the one talking. So it's happened where they're talking and then someone scores and then it just goes quiet. 
And then the commentators are like, oh, now we got to narrate the goal. And here it's more, it's not as annoying, at least for me. At least because of ads. Because the ads here are just like little, like on the sides or like, you know, it's a picture in picture overlay kind of thing where you can still see the game, but half, most of it's covered by an ad or, you know what I mean? Uh, but like that kind of stuff, the replays, it's more of uh, whoever is running it at the game. I don't think it has anything to do with at least our, our like commentators and, you know, I, it's been a while, but you know, it's dumb. You should know that, oh, you could, you should see that, oh, they're making the play and wait, hold it off or whatever, but it is what it is. It's going to happen again. It's going to keep happening. Uh, you know, mistakes happen. I get it, but I feel like it doesn't happen in certain, it happens more in certain leagues than others, but it is what it is. You, you know, we can only do so much from our end. But, uh, to be fair, I missed the first half. I was driving home from LA. All I know is, the first, I got home, the first thing my dad said was, this is like the worst game. This is like, we're playing like horrible. This is like the worst game of the season so far. And I'm like, dang. And at the end of the day, it shows, because we were, we have, to, we have to thank Jurado at the end of the day. He saved easy two really good ones. That last minute one, bro. That was insane. Last minute one. That suddenly should have taken the win. At the very least, 1-0. We didn't deserve to even... Honestly, a point, huh? a point is more than we could have asked for. With only with, We only had one shot on target up until Otero came in. And then he had his two long shots that were at the goalie. And honestly, that was it. Otero even, was good, bro. You liked him? Honestly, I was, I've been wanting someone to take long shots for a long time. Because... If we can't open up the defense, we can take a shot. If every one of our players is marked, like don't just give it away. Try to at least take a shot. Especially, especially with like the younger keepers, um, because they're more prone to mistakes. All it takes is a bounce, and it just goes through their hands or over them. And we need to take advantage of that at the end of the day. And I'm glad we got Otero because he likes to shoot from distance. You could tell. Granted. It's going to take some time to get, you know, used to our playing style for him and accustomed to everything, but he's already taking shots and I like that because not even, not even Cabecita had any shots. I don't consider that header a shot because it wasn't even his header. He went for the header, but the defender, it hit, it hit the defender and the goalie saved it. If you remember the play that I'm talking about. Yeah, it was a Cabecita, but the thing is, the thing I didn't like about it was that in the rebound he's looking away how is it that you're not looking at the like uh, continuing the play you know mm -hmm. but i get it you have that momentum yeah. you can't just like stop and turn or mm -hmm. you know uh you expect one thing and then suddenly if you're not ready for it then you're not ready for it uh it just happens in the game he was but... probably confident it was gonna go in that's why mm -hmm. if anything i don't even know he knew what happened because it wasn't it didn't come off his head so he's like, where's the ball, you know? And by the time he realizes anything, it's already too late. But yeah, props to Jurado. I love that we have two keepers that have been proving, trying to prove themselves, trying to, you know, be be that star, you know, be the next starter. 
that makes good a replacement. Honestly, yeah. Curado is so quick. He's so fast with his reflexes. He's a little bit, you know, I guess less confident. But it'll only get better as he matures and plays more. Mm-hmm. Gudinho, he's, he's he played quite a bit with Cruz Azul Hidalgo and even knocked out Irapuato at their stadium because of him. Mm-hmm. He has that maturity. He has, you know, he can handle that pressure. So, and it shows, honestly, it shows because he's, he doesn't have those little, granted, he gets ahead of himself. I was going to say he doesn't make those little mistakes, but he gets, como que se un poco, and he gets a little bit ahead of himself, you know, he takes his eye off the ball and the ball goes between his legs or something. Mm-hmm. But he's mature for his, and he's not, you know, the youngest, but he's mature and it shows and that's why we're all hyping him up. Jurado is quick and he's fast, but we've got to wait for him a little bit more to mature and get, you know, that experience. But at the end of the day, I can't pick which one should be like the starting one. Uh, for now, maybe Gudinho, just because of the experience and that Jurado gets some more and then Jurado can come in once he's like a little bit, a little bit older. More mature, then he should be the starting one. This is my opinion. No, the thing. Assuming, assuming Corona lets them, you know. Oh no, yeah, most definitely. Well, I mean, right now, <clears throat> Corona's third string, bro. Right now, Corona's third string. He's um, he's coming back from an injury. We don't know how he's gonna come back. So that's already like a, a inconvenience for us that we don't know if. Are we going to get the good Corona or are we going to get the Manco that's letting all the balls in, you know? But... The older he gets, the more his injuries take a toll on him. And yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's going to be that's... difficult for him. It's going to be hard for him to let go that it's just time to go. That's well, what worries him at the end of the day. Well, a lot of goalkeepers, bro. I think Osvaldo Sanchez, at one point when he got injured with Santos, he, he kind of had to, like, tone it down. And then that's when... They pretty much told him, like, nah, you're not going to play anymore. He retired. I think the same thing with uh, Cristante with Toluca. He got injured with Toluca, and then he never got to play again for them. So, And this this is talking from two guys that were, like, in their 40s. So, mm-hmm. Honestly, for now, I feel like they're going to respect the hierarchy that they have with Corona, like with Cata and, I guess, Baca. And he's going to – they're going to try and, you know, get the most that they can from him mm-hmm. until he decides to retire. Because I feel like if we bench him, he's not going to be, like, happy about it. And he's going to, you know, talk with his agent or whatever. And either, well, like, say, like, yeah, I, for us, it's fine. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's what we want is some sort of, like, drama. But Like him trying to break the locker room, huh? Yeah, you never yeah. know, honestly. If you can break heads, you can break a locker room. So Eli, I know, I know you're like kind of like in, in the social media and stuff. So people are criticizing Baca a lot, bro. Like, what's up with that? They always have, honestly. But now more than ever, because that momentum or that little that break we gave them because of the win, the titles, is wearing off, and it's wearing off because we are missing key players leaving him to be in the center of attention and as expected he is not performing as expected as you know what anyone else would perform like uh people were saying the Baca fanboys would say 
oh, he makes Romo and Paul look good, but he doesn't even make himself look good. <laughs> if Romo isn't there, if Romo isn't there, Maka is a chicken with no head. He's just running around giving simple passes away. He can't make, he can't make, he can't push the ball up. He can't make the play. He can barely even control the ball. He gets the ball and next thing you know, someone is on him and he just kicks it out. And, you know, it's so disappointing knowing we can do so much better. But he's still going to be there because he's already been through all the stuff with Kurasul. And I want to think that experience is going to like trump everyone else. But it's, you know, at the end of the day, he can only give us so much and he can only offer so much and it's not enough for this team. And even a Torado on his way out during the Boyne era is a hundred times better than Baca. Ooh, bro. Torrado is a Torrado was a legend, bro. Unfortunately, he didn't win the title. Unfortunately. But at the end of the day, if I if Baca can have at least that kind of how do you say it? If Baca wasn't afraid to like break some legs, I could let it slide a little bit more. He'd have a little bit more respect, huh? A little bit more, but at the end of the day, if he's the last man, like, and the other team is running at him, he's not going to send the ball back up. He's going to kick it out. And I can't respect him for any of that because... Well, well, if he's playing last man and he kicks it out, I mean, and they're pressuring him, I, who, who, I get that, who, but... Who sent it? I don't remember where I saw it. I think it was on... Someone uploaded a video on Twitter where we were attacking against LAFC last minute. We were down 2-1. Jurado was up. And... The corner, you know, failed, and Baca it fell on Baca, who was the last man, open goal. And instead of trying to like kick it back up, he saw someone pressuring him, and he just kicked it out. And it's like, bro. Oh, I know, I know, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Well, there, there was a high criticism on when was it Monterrey's game? That play where like he, he um. He gives a bad pass, and then Paul Fernandez evident frustration yeah. on um, on Baca, bro. And I mean, it, frust- it frustrates everyone, and it makes everyone else, you know, like more hesitant. So, so say, you have Baca messing up, then you have Paul messing up. So now it's all big old mess. Well, it wasn't even it wasn't even Paul. It, Paul was like meters away, and it's like he he just sees his teammate give like another bad pass, like. I'm, I'm gonna ask you the question like say you're Baca's teammate and you're you're used to playing with them like to the point like you you started doubting the coach and you started like wanting to ask questions like why is this guy playing imagine the kid in the bench that right now that is um is trying to get their spot in in the first team and they're seeing that this guy is playing so bad and he still gets to play I mean, at the end of the day, what can you say? At the end of the day, the coach has the final say, and if you undermine exactly. him, then he's exactly. then he's gonna screw yourself over. So you can you can't do so much other than trust in what the coach has to say about it. At the very, I just hope Reynoso is noticing that flaw with Paca. I hope he tries something different there. Maybe even put in Alexis Gutierrez because I like Alexis, at this, bro. At, at, yeah. At this point, 
why not? At least in the center mid. At this point, everyone's already running through, through Vaca, so might as well try someone else. But all, all that just falls in Reynoso. Yeah, personally, I like Alexis. I think he's really good. I think he's more of an offensive midfielder. Putting him in together with Paul, have Paul a little bit more defensive than, than Alexis would be a a really good um, a really good combo. I also wanted to talk a little bit about Montoya. So I think Montoya's credit is running up in the team, bro. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not saying he's ass or anything, because personally, like, I think he's he's fair. He's fair to an extent. You get me? But before I used to defend him because I felt that with Kaishinya, he never got the minutes that he should have gotten, you know? So mm-hmm. little by little, all right, all right. Like last season, he played a he played a fair amount of minutes, bro. Mm-hmm. He, he was um he was a recurring player with Kaishinya. He he I think he played like double the times last season. And only I think he only played like 15 or 18 games, I believe. With Kaishinya, he only played like 10, bro. So it's pretty evident that his credits running up. Um I know but back I know, back I, then. Uh-huh. I think he was coming in as a sub. Yeah, he was. A, he was a sub. Yeah, he was. A sub. Mm-hmm. So he was always. So he was, you know, fresco. Mm-hmm. So he had that little bit of extra like punch to help us see see games through. Yeah, like Same, a little bit of flair, running a little down bit the of line. flair, like just enough, like the perfect amount for to end a game and get the result. Pretty much like how we won the league. Uh, he had one that I remember where he just ran down. He wasted like a good. A good amount of time and those little seconds count so much in those moments and that's what i like about montoya but when he starts he dude no he made one whole one cross all game against sunlies and they never connected two long balls no shots not even on target not even off target and that's really, really disappointing from a winger. Even 20 passes, 20 passes all game, or at least what was it, 70 minutes he played around there? Or did he play the full game? No, yeah, no, 74 yeah. He, minutes. No, he got sub. 74 minutes. He got sub, yeah. 20 passes all game, bro. Like, come on. that's You can make four in like a simple, like, like in the midfield, he'd make four easy, but I don't know. That's really disappointing. Otero had two whole shots. He had none. But it is what it is. Montea's credit ran out. And it's so noticeable since he's starting because he just doesn't do enough. But my thing my thing isn't that he's starting. My thing is more that, like, what's the expectation? So, and one of the one of our um, our Twitter audience... Uh, a Barraza underscore yo. He was like, he's he pretty much said it in Spanish, but I'm just gonna use Google Translate because since this is an English podcast, I guess. <laughs> um, he said, What a big mistake. He occupies a place, a player abroad, uh, being a foreigner, does not perform at the same level as others. He might be good in training, but he seems lost. How many assists does he have? How many goals does he have? He fails all his passes, he doesn't wait uh, on the field. So my thing is, what does Reynoso ask for me? Because I get it in in a way he's supposed to be a winger, but okay, 
what if Reynoso is telling him like, yo, like I need you to be more defensive than offensive. I need you to help out uh, Juan Escobar make the covers. Because we know Juan Juan does a good job coming up. But the problem is there's no connection between him and Montoya. I don't even I think, think it's Mon- that. I don't even think it's that. I think that Montoya, as soon as he gets a ball, he has no one to link up with. His teammates kind of like they kind of send him to war alone. And you see it because there's a lot of times where he's gaining the fouls for us. But the reason why his um we're not taking advantage of those like free kicks. We're not taking advantage of those like throw-ins that he gains for us. So that's why a lot of people just say like, oh, he spends a lot of the time on the ground. Well, yeah, he spends a lot of the time on the ground, but he's gaining us those fouls. Honestly, at the end of the day, he does not offer anything more than any like other like Mexican player can give you. And how do you make it work? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe, no, honestly, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. If, if Escobar runs along with him, if they make the plays themselves, then I can see it working. But at the end of the day, you're right. Montoya is pretty much just alone up there and there's nothing... We can only do so much. Uh, putting having him for me, it's a problem with him starting because that's when he just fades away. Uh, but until we get you know Adrian back, he everybody's gonna have pretty much pretty much everyone. Um, maybe have once Romo's back, he can send him down the wing on a run instead of a cabecita. But you know, for now we're gonna have to wait it out until everyone's back and then after that maybe have him come in last minutes like he used to last season as that not a super sub but that sub to hold things off and like a canchero type like a santi type but until then it's gonna be kind of hard especially against pachuca i know it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game um as far as we know um better than better than san luis for sure I hope. I hope. Oh my God! If it's another zero-zero, then we Whoa. would be in trouble. Reynoso's coaching uh, three or four of their players for Pachuca. To, for the for the people out here listening, uh, the Liga Max play the Liga the MLS um, All Star game tomorrow. So Juan Reynoso's the coach, obviously, since he got voted the best coach. Uh, Cabecita Rodriguez, how many Balones de Oro did he win? Like three. Was it three? Yeah. I believe so. Like best player, best goal scorer, and then something else, but I'm losing it from the top of my head. But I mean, it just but, speaks uh, highly. It speaks highly of our team, bro. I just hope <laughs> what I would do is have Pachuca's players start, have all our players on the bench and not play at all. Have them that's fired why, out. That's why Petzolano but, was pissed, bro. He, that's yeah. why um, I don't know if you saw that, like the little bit of talks that the Pachuca, Santos, and Toluca's coach have it really inside them because mm. they haven't been able to get over the, the past league. Uh, they're just mad they couldn't score on us. But, I mean, they're only losing, what, was it two players? Or was it just uh, the one? I, th- I think they have uh, Victor Guzman, este... Victor Guzman, Ibanez, but he was in San Luis, but now he's in Pachuca. And... Uh, 
Fuck, se me está yendo el nombre. Oh, Kevin Álvarez. Kevin Álvarez, too. The right back. And we have, what, six players there? Yeah, dude. And then that's not counting, like, Chewy that got injured, you know? So imagine that. We have both our strikers there, too. Yeah. Honestly, I for for that game's sake, if he's going to play our players, and I hope they, you know, have a good time, enjoy it for once, because it's not, like, a high-pressure, high-stakes game. It's not. It shouldn't be something serious, like Reynoso tends to be. Hopefully, you know they have fun and they can mess around a bit. And you know, for those that are paying, what was it like, a hundred bucks ticket? Yeah. Hopefully, it's a good like time. That. Hopefully, that's a good time. Hopefully, he. I just hope he doesn't push our players. You know, don't take it seriously. Have a good time. We still have a game on Sunday, so take it chill. Everyone else can, you know, go do suicides or something, but <laughs> play 90 minutes or whatever their game is. But, you know, hopefully it's a good, hopefully that's that's a good game. Uh, see something different from Cabecita where he's not as, you know, playing as the, the one striker up ahead waiting for the long ball. Let's hope we can see some skills, you know, from Arvelin, from Cabecita. And Santi, well, we'll see what he can do. With no pressure. Yeah. And then um, if anybody wants to go and see them, if you guys listen to it, they're at the Intercontinental in downtown LA. So Ernesto, if you're if you're listening to this, Chewy's out there, bro. Nah, bro. Security's going to kick him out again. <laughs> nah, but yeah, bro. And then a little, a little bit off topic. So... So what happened with uh USA Twitter, bro? We were we were ratioing uh the Mexico Twitter. What happened? What? I don't get it. With uh the homie based tacos. What did he do? What happened today? Nah, the the other day, bro. With uh, the photo that to... that he posted. You need to refresh my memory. Hold on. I need to go back. Come on, bro, you're up. hitting Alzheimer's and you're only thirty five, bro. Leave me alone, bro. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What was it? Hold on, I need to. With your girl, Caro, bro. Oh, that stuff. So, I don't know. I mean, it's whatever. It's like a small little thing. But there's just more to it. A little more, you know, scandal. I guess you would call it. Um, the homie based tacos replied to Krasul's tweet about. International Day, the picture picture day, didn't send the photo, and he replied with base tacos replied with a picture of his own that he took at the stadium, and I yeah I won't mention her I won't say her name uh, this other user, a pretty popular user, uh, you could say stole quote unquote, or reposted her that picture that the base tacos uploaded on her Twitter and replied to it. But, and then, you know, the homie was like, yo, this is my picture. So I had to back the homie up. And like, oh, oh yeah, that's his picture. And, you know, she she did, she ended up deleting it, but she blocked all of us. And it's funny because some people were, like, trying to, like, defend it. Like, oh, she never said, you know, she never said it was hers or whatever. But, I mean, she still downloaded it and uploaded it. Like, what was she expecting? Like, she wanted the clout. The she wanted to make it, like, her own, huh? Yeah, she got she wanted those fifty likes that she got. She knows why she did it, but oh well, it is what it is. If she knew or not, that's all on her. I'm not gonna, you know, 
start this like drama or whatever. There's other drama though, because she does sell jerseys. And supposedly, supposedly, supposedly they're fake. What do you mean supposedly? Don't. They are fake, bro. Don't quote me, but people are saying they're fake. Because mm, they homies. are fake. Okay, that's on you, bro. They're fake. But don't quote me. I'm just, you know, watching my butt. Because you know, the last thing you want is a bunch of horn dogs after you on Twitter. Trying to, trying to simp over a girl's attention. Anyways, yeah, it is what it is. Don't. Hopefully, you guys don't get scammed paying full price for a fake jersey, especially when the picture isn't even hers. You know, I always ask for the references and for more pictures and all that stuff. Uh, ask around, and before you buy, ask around, ask for the references. You know, because that's quite a bit of money, honestly. What was it like twelve hundred pesos for a jersey that isn't even real? Like, nah, that isn't. Don't get scammed. Just be smart. Anyways, that's all that drama on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, I completely forgot what drama you were talking about because there is quite a bit. There's also that Renato Ibarra controversy, and there's also you who keeps who's, who was quote unquote arguing slash you know conversing having a friendly conversation about baka with uh, who was it was it in english uh, yeah the homie out like there in massachusetts shout out to him we've had him on the show previously hopefully he comes on soon but uh um, right. yeah it was uh pretty much just uh i think i think to a point he was like i respect his point you get me but the thing is that we can, we just can't be like um I kind I kind of got like in the in that Ivan mentality, you know, like you know when he's always like hitting us with the, oh we're the biggest club in Mexico, we always gotta win, we gotta win no matter what. Like that's his exigencias FC mentality and shit. But it's just that I I can't go with seeing a team go another twenty three years without a championship, and I can't. I can't permit like players uh, being like just comfortable, you know, like we got to put that, we got to put that pressure on the 24 seven. Just like, yeah, we can't, we can't have such limited players in our squad. Like um, people that, you know, like Weka when he plays, they search out so much. They, there's such little to, there's such little to Baca to praise but they stretch it out like so much like the famous he makes Romo look good or you know he he's that like anchor in the middle of where well everyone else is moving up he stays back or some dumb stuff like that okay that's it and it's like you can get that from like so many other players I just don't like that we have to settle for him and we could do better and I get it that he he has his stats. There's another Twitter user. I think his name's Walter Rubio. He's pretty well known in Mexico Twitter. But it's like, bro, like, just cause you just cause you say stats and you give us numbers, like, bro, that doesn't that doesn't like you you can say he has like ninety percent pass accuracy, but it doesn't mean much when those are all going back to the goalie. Exactly. Or the defender. Because we've seen how he gives his passes going up. 
just gives it away. He can't, you know, he can't give anyone, he can't send someone into space to save his life. You have someone make the run, he's, he passes it back behind him. And that just kills any momentum we have and just gives it's a dead giveaway for the other team. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, we said we it's an, we it's another season for us to have to weed out on him. Didn't we didn't he sign a contract till twenty twenty two? Or was I wrong? Oh, uh, I think you might be right, Eli. Because he just renewed his contract last year, right? Before the the semifinals. He had uh... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now another whole year of Bucca. You excited? The the thing is, bro, and like I'm tired of it, bro. I'm just I'm just sick and tired of it. Cause the arguments that other people give us is like, oh, like, look at his performance from La Liguilla. Like, bro, like, we're not in La Liguilla anymore. We're in Fecha. We're heading towards week seven of uh, Liga MX of the 2021 uh, Grita Mexico tournament. We can't, we can't be looking back at past performances. Like, even, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a big admirer of Montoya, but I'm not afraid of criticizing just like I'm not afraid to criticize Cabecita, I'm not afraid to criticize any player on the team, because as a not like how how would I explain it? Like as someone that wants to vent out their their feelings about the team, like I'm not gonna hold back. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you already know we're gonna see Baca starting against Pachuca. But it frustrates it frustrates me, bro. It frustrates me that it's frustrating, but at the end of the day, we can only do so much. Exactly. And yeah. Everyone, everyone already sees it on Twitter. Everyone knows like who likes Waka and who doesn't. And all we can do is hope that Reynoso sees it and makes some sort of change. And a lot of people think that we hate on them. Like, bro, like believe me, believe me. I try not to hate on them. I'm just saying the facts. Like I'm stating like his performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, it is what it is. But he's not even. It, what's even, what sucks even more now is that it's not just Baca, who's really putting in poor, poor performances. Uh, it's Shaggy, Pacerini, Pacerini, it's Montoya, and it's to the point where you don't even see Cabecita front that much anymore. Uh, well, Cabecita barely like what he barely came back like last game. Versus mm-hmm. um versus Monterrey. So he's he's kind of on and off, bro. I think we yeah. just needed to give him a break. Mm-hmm. But it's not we can't really give him a break right now because he's over here in California playing the All Star game. Well, he's going. He got called up for uh, Uruguay. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and that too. But anyways, next game. Let's assume, no, dang, who's even back? Aldrete's back, right? He's got the, he's got, he's cleared from his injury. Honestly, I've been missing Aldrete, dude. Honestly, I read, dude, you had he, him over Shaggy. Shaggy can come in as a sub, but Aldrete over Shaggy just because Shaggy's so limited. Like he has that, you know, I guess heart, but he's so limited with his feet, and he's so slow. And that's like the worst thing we can give away is our, is our laterales. Aldrete at least has the experience. He's older now, but he's the experience. <clears throat> and he's 
probably not as slow as Shaggy, but you know, it is what it is. Alberto over Shaggy, uh, Peña over Cata Aguilar, and then Escobar, and then you know. Wait, did Alex you say the... did you say Peña over uh, Aguilar or over Cata? Cata, Cata. Oh, okay. I thought you said Aguilar. I was like, what? what are you nah, saying? nah, nah, nah. Trust me, not. But. <clears throat> Or, you know, maybe even sort of have the three defenses in the back, have Cata, uh, Peña, and Aguilar, and then have Aldrete run down the wing, and then Escobar do the same thing. Because <clears throat> that's how, you know, Reynoso tends to play, more or less. Have Alexis Gutierrez in the middle with Paul, or just Paul and Romo in the middle, and then have a Arbelin, and, and Piojo, and then Cabecita up front, and then I think I'm missing a player. No, you got him good. But if, you know, then at some point, switch back to a line of four in the back and have Santi in there as a sub, as that super sub with Cabecita. And because there's no way, Angulo, Angulo, oh my God, I can't believe you forgot about this dude. <sighs> this dude's not it. Like same with same with him, he's not his, his little credit he had is pretty much gone. Because uh, he doesn't check in. Really, I like every... Nah, I I think Angulo with with the goals he scored this season, even if it was against Toluca, I think that when he's had to score, he's done it. But still, like you, he I don't know. I feel like he doesn't move like the ball goes near him and he doesn't go for it i feel like he doesn't he's not there's no connection with him with the other players like he scores yeah but how is the, the team goal just against... isn't built so, around him is pretty much he, what you're saying how is the goal against the luka he made the run he made the run and he beat the goalie and he you know he scored it yeah there's never any like we're going conjunto with him because he makes his own plays yeah like he scores those long shots in Kumakaf and he has that one against Toluca. So that's more like uh, like the middle's fault or the wingers because they don't feed them balls. Mm-hmm. And guess who's who doesn't feed players up front? Baka. <laughs> I ch- Ro- I had a- Romo's, not, not, Romo's not there to send anyone, so mm-hmm. Baka in no way can fill that role. You know, we're back to talking about Baka again because... I know, I was trying to avoid it, but some way or another, it's, it's always going back. Mm. Even Piojo this last game, he looked granted I only saw the second half, but he The whole team was pitiful, bro. Just put it the whole team. The whole team was pitiful. Except for also said it worst game he's had he's been here. And he was pissed. He was angry. So let's hope that shows in the next game against Pachuca. To be honest, I wasn't angry at who we played against because I respect every single rival. I think that every every rival deserves respect. But the thing is, when we we show that kind of performance, dude, like it's shameful, bro. And then going back to a little bit about the little like Twitter drama with uh, with our friend uh Zulu in English, it wasn't it wasn't that he was stating like good points or anything. But it's like, bro, like we we can't allow that our players get comfortable. We can't allow that them just hitting the hay and just 
jerking their cocks and shit right there, bro. Like, we need we need to put pressure on the team. It doesn't even and, feel like Baca's comfortable there either. Like, he dude, gets the ball and he just like doesn't know what to do with it. But the thing is, I think his his teammates are sick and tired of him, bro. His his teammates must be tired of him. Do you, I, I'm pretty sure um, you're you pretty much you might know that him and him and Chuy Corona been beefing for years since like like Boynera. They've been beefing. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. If they went through that. If they went through that whole boying era together, then there's some should be some resentment between each other. But if that I know of, honestly, I don't know. Like I've never watched the Chivas versus uh, the Cruz Azul versus Chivas 2018. Was it, oh, was it the goal? one when he scored and he was like he didn't want to celebrate because he was like mad or something? Yeah, like dude, like that. That's the kind of that's the kind of negative energy this player brings to us, and it, that's so petty. It's so like, bro, like you're really gonna fight with your captain, the guy that has been has been through like the club. Yeah, and like, I respect Corona, bro. I respect Corona because to a point, like, yeah, I talk shit on him. I said shit. But at the end of the day, like, he stuck around through the worst moments, you know? And I, I really appreciate that he was with the team, you know? He he was with us during the Boyne era, which is one of the darkest eras in our clubs, in our club's history, going three years without a Liguilla. And I think that's why I don't like Baca, dude, because... Because of he he's the pillar of the point era. He's that last bit left of that era. It's him and Corona and Kata left. And we're slowly, slowly trying to get rid of all that stuff. We got rid of Torrado, we got rid of like Chaco, and you know, all those other players that were with the team for a bit. But those guys still stuck around. I respect that they stuck around through all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's hard to cure that how do you say that that scar that scar that scar never really goes away uh, especially for like Kata and Corona and if it wasn't for that league they'd be pretty they'd be pretty <laughs> dead if they would have lost yeah. this last final bro oh, dude. if they had if they hadn't if they wouldn't have retired from them from that point then after not winning it again then I me as like as a coach or like as a president would be like see ya but at the end of the day we won it we won it we got that prize but it can only do so much to hide some to hide the faults in some players it's kind of like like I don't know if you remember after we lost that one final in 2013 um, Chuletita decided that he had to leave bro Mm -hmm. Chuletita and uh, Nestor Araujo they both left left the club so why doesn't uh, Baca have like self criticism and just like tells him like bro like if I can't if I can't perform at the highest level for this club and forget about the money bro I I know I mentioned the money that he gets paid a lot of money but dude he's not working a nine to five he's not out here like struggling in the heat working like like his father you know like working like his mother like dude they're he's doing something that he loves which is soccer you know so. He's too comfortable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He needs what well, Pablo Aguilar did Santi, he needs that to him. But from like from the coach. 
But he's toxic, like, bro. He's toxic. He's, then get rid of all that toxic stuff. We've been trying to get rid of that toxic stuff. But I guess Baka, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's the agent, promoter, someone. He's still there. He's going to stay there. At least until 2022. Yeah. I think Ordiales' brother is his um, agent. That's why uh, Juan Reynoso's agent is actually uh, Mario Ordiales, who's Jaime Ordiales' um, uh, brother. Interesting. Makes sense then that we'll be seeing him. But hopefully, Reynoso, you know, can only get so mad before he decides to bench him. And I hope he does. But for now, then we're going to have to stick with it like he did with Ligia in the past. What is it? Four or five years we've had him. So we've had him for eight. D- does that shock you? We've had I, him for eight years, did, bro. Did you say eight years? Yes, sir. I do not <laughs> believe that. Hold up, hold up, hold up. There's no way. Let me, let me. Seven or eight, bro. Real quick. He arrived what? in Clausura 2014, 2014. Jesus, so seven. Seven. <sighs> Okay, and, interesting. We've dealt with him for seven years, and he's still started. All right, I, I okay, I stand corrected. That is surprising. I am shocked, but I am not shocked that he's still starting. Anyways, oh, this Baka talk, dude, that made me. Upset. I know it it, it. it puts me in a bad mood. It irritates me. Uh, it's not that, dude. Like, believe me, I don't like talking about this guy, but it's just that his performances are so bad that it's not even me. It's a million it affects of everyone. people. Yeah. Anyways. And then oh, there's well. people that, that be hitting me up being like, oh, you talk shit on Baka, but you want him on the podcast? Well, yeah, because we want to talk to him. We want to see what's going on with him. Like, bro, if we can make your day better, like, we're going to do it. But we want you to stop sucking ass in the field. I can already hear, like, the replies, like, oh, like, I want to see you guys play, like, pro or you know at that level well that's what that's what um that's what our friend uh because the english told me like oh that we're not professional athletes well yeah of course not but that was not working a nine to five either you get me like he's he's making decent money he's not struggling like us well not saying we're struggling but either way he's not working a nine to five he's not doing what a normal person does he's doing something that he loves Mm-hmm. and he's, at the end of the day he's taking a spot from someone else that can do better that you know has that love and passion still in him that isn't you know coming out of a Boeing era or you know starting for seven years but all we can do is wait and see yes sir so pretty much our next game versus Pachuca I think Pachuca, let me see who they played the other day. Hold up, hold up. Oh, they played Querétaro. They ended up winning. Ended up winning. 2-0 with the goals from Luis Chavez and uh, Gustavo Cabral with an assist from Victor Guzman. That guy, dude, I had named two of these guys from, from Pachuca to our friend. And this guy, Eric Sanchez, we, we got to keep an eye out on him, bro. I think his contract's supposedly coming up. And seeing how Davila knows how to work the, the free agent market, 
I, I could see this guy coming into our club, and he's beast, bro. He's a baller. I hope um, we could pick him up. Him and uh, Luis Chavez. I think those two are really good players. Better start talking to him now, you know, get that, get on their good side early so that once that expires, he can transfer over real quick. Like how supposedly the Spanish teams were with Odwilin sweet-talking them, you know? But that was abroad, though. I, f- I feel that it's it's a little different since it's abroad. Like, Orbelin would have got wet for any team, bro, that's in Europe. He just wants to get yeah. out of Mexico. Well, you know, we are pretty, you know, we go all out with our contracts. So he's not going to die of hunger with us, that's for sure. Did you hear the, the interview that they had with Ordiales the other day? Mm, I did not. Well, apparently, Alexis Peña has an approximate of a $5 million release clause. So if we wanted to buy him, it would have to be like $5 million for Alexis Peña. Would you drop that, though? Would you drop $5 million for him? For Alexis Peña, no, bro. But if they're willing to negotiate and give us a cut price, I could get him for two. We're going to end up giving him like Alexis Gutierrez very much. Well, let's not forget Alexis came from Chivas, so I mean, it doesn't sound bad, but at the same time, Chivas is just as broke as us, bro. Chivas is so bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, at least we're not Chivas, though. Uh, or Pumas. Or Pumas. <clears throat> but uh, at least, you know, we can only talk so much. We won't talk too much crap on them, but for now, Chivas... We are coming for you because we are, what is it, two titles, three titles away from... Put it, put it as four, bro. We could get that, that Campeones Cup, that Conca Champions, La Liga, and then if some way or another we're able to pick up that Mundial de Clubes, bro, this would be the, that would be the icing on the cake of uh, 2021. Chivas with a total of 26 titles. Cruz with a total of 20. Three. So while they're over here, you know, calling themselves the team of Mexico, uh, we are getting closer and closer. All it takes is a Concacaf and the Campeones. I don't really count Campeones as official, official though. But if I have to, I will. Well, it takes the Campeones and the Concacaf, and I don't know, throw in the throw in... the Clubes and the league, bro. We're thinking sure, big. Sure, sure. We'll think big, I guess. At that point, I mean, if we win the Mundial de Clubes, no one's going to remember Chivas. That would put us at, what, 27? If they decide mm-hmm. to validate the Campeones Cup. But if not, we're we're at par with Chivas. 26 titles, bro. I'm fine with winning just three more time with them. Because at that point, no one's going to say Chivas is above us. Anyway. I want to surpass them, bro. I think Chivas... Yeah. Uh, Chivas is a dead team to me, bro. Can I take advantage since they're in a huge, you know, down, down, what is it called? On a decline. Not take advantage of that. We took advantage winning everything else we can and just got to keep it going. Pumas, no, who even remembers Pumas? They can't even. When the Copa Socio MX saved their lives. <laughs> but Pumas have a total of 14 titles. So they need. They're not a total even close of, to us, bro. 
they need a whole 10 just to pass us. <laughs> but, you know, they're going to be like, oh, we're bigger than Crystal Sue. Okay, dude, try again. Learn to count. And I really want that big campeonato, dude. Everyone does. But so far, we got a lot of work to do. Then again, so we did, we, we had a lot, a lot of work to do last season when, you know, we all started with the two losses and we're like, we, things need to change. If we're going to stick with it, so things need to change a lot. They ended up changing. So, you know, hopefully someone said, I don't remember who, but it's intentional that we're playing like this. So when we and get then, to the end, so teams that, don't know yeah. how we play, huh? Yeah. So that when we get to the end, you know, everyone, we just like pop. <laughs> get that B campionato. I I doubt that. I don't know how you would even go about organizing that. But I mean, if people believe we sell out, then okay, then you certainly know how to organize stuff like within the team where we intentionally play bad. But you know, obviously that's not true. But anyways, if that's true, then I hope it's true. Or if that's what people are saying, I hope it's true so that we pop at the end of the season and get that B campionato. Uh, whatever it takes, I don't care. If we had to lose the next three games, so be it. But I doubt that's all the thing. for that glory, bro. All I want is for them to start playing good as of right now, get our players back, and get that play style. You know, nah, to be honest, I don't care how we play, bro. As long as as long as we're winning games, I mean, yeah, it'll be it'll suck. Well, like, well it, it's not convincing, but dude, a big campeonato, ending ending the twenty twenty one year with ten titles. That puts us three away from America. That that puts us in the pedestal of being the third team to get a bicampeonato in Liga MX since a uh, short term tournament started. And then that puts us at the stepping stone for 2022, where players are gonna be wanting to like uh perform and being at their top ahead of the World Cup. So can you see us? And the thing that excites me the most, and what I love the most is that Victor Velasquez, our president, has you even said it, Eli, like he he was talking about the bicampeonato even before the first one came. So mm-hmm. it's exciting. Like I'm excited, bro. I'm all for it. I like that it's him because before last time we played Mundial de Clubes, you had Chaco giving interviews saying that I see myself winning the Mundial de Clubes. And like, okay there. But it's just him saying that. I don't think anyone else, you know, believed him considering we had Ismael Valadez and we had Pablo Barrera there. You Our know? team was trash, bro. Yeah, it was pretty bad. We have we had Anibal Zulu there too. But now that it's our president saying saying that, it'll trickle down to everyone. And that's what I like. So as of right now, president I have has my support coach has my support the players obviously it always up be up and down um but we'll see for now we have to knock out monterrey that's the big, first big step to that kind of glory it's knock out monterrey then an even bigger step be america get that little splinter out beat america and then for sure i anything anything can happen after that we can win the campeonato we can and win them until the Clubes at that point because at that point there would be nothing holding us back no ghosts no America no what of no what are our doubters gonna say bro all the haters they're, they're gonna say they're gonna say oh pero los últimos 23 años que decían or some dumb stuff like that 
Or like all of a sudden, but what about the last 23 years? You know, no arguments. Pumas will have no arguments other than LOL 4-4. Chivas won't have any other arguments other than LOL Mexicanos. Uh, America, you can't tell them anything because they're rightfully on top. They have the titles, but for now, step at, one step at a time. Monterrey, America. Well, winning CCL, that puts us at par with uh, with America. We'll be tied for Yeah, them. we would be tied for the most the uh, most uh, Champions League wins or winners of all time and you know that we kind of we need that small stuff we need to keep that momentum going if we're trying to make this Epoca de Oro again and you know no better person to do that than Reynoso my bad my bad for the lag but um <laughs> you good Lila? yeah i'm good what's up yeah so yeah bro but uh it's pretty exciting bro to be honest i feel that i i used to like Billy alvarez you know like i used to like him i used to think that the guy was cool he always invested like money into the team always tried to bring in like, the best players but it just hurts that somebody that that said that he loved the club so much did so much damage to it you know like it's funny that all of a sudden we win a title as soon as that was gone and well at the end of the day it was gonna happen especially once you get rid of billy who was really really i hate saying using this word every time i mention him but uh conservative because he never he invested in everything other than things that really like he on the things that mattered like the important things and like smart our social media sucked our signings were either really like doo-doo or really average and things i don't know the ways they did things was just so weird uh they never invited you to collab with them dude that's why i'm saying it's it's weird how they ran things because instead of inviting like uh fans to like help out a little bit you know what i mean they would like block them or remember how our social media used to be that everyone was blocked like (laughs) thousands of thousands of people were just blocked i remember i got i was blocked on everything on everything i'm not i'm like not even joking Uh, i think except youtube but like facebook i don't remember what i said it was nothing crazy but they just block you for anything like one bad word and you're blocked. Like that's why everyone always said it was Billy running it because, like he oh, said, one bad son, thing right? on Twitter. His son Robin. There's no way it could have been him though, unless he's just as crazy as his dad. <laughs> but it's because you're younger. You know how to use social media. You don't just block everyone. You don't just do sexy blue hashtags on Twitter to get pics of girls. <laughs> It's just so backwards. You don't get That's rid like of Las the... Listas for no reason. <laughs> That's like you don't the bring in like the worst admin, of the bro, on Twitter, bro. <laughs> Pretty much, but <laughs> hopefully not as cringe. But I don't know. It was just so weird because while every other team was winning and growing and changing for the better, like in a more like 21st century type of like image. 
we just kept backwards. Like our cameras sucked, our pictures sucked, they're so like our designs suck, our website sucked. Uh it was just, you know. What was our we used to be called something different on Facebook. It was like CDC before that though before that we were called like Club Deportivo Social Social like bro it doesn't roll off the tongue and now like on Twitter our handle was just Cruz Azul well to be honest I I like the I hate that they rebranded it so technically the proper term for Cruz Azul is Cruz Azul Football Club so Mm -hmm. it was part of like I guess the scheme that Bila used to get control of the team mm-hmm. one way or another so you use the fc <clears throat> but it's kind of dumb because if you look at our crest the logo it says deportivo cruz azul and that's how it's always been and i feel that's mm-hmm. how it should always be called el club deportivo social y cultural cruz azul because that's how it was born i mean at the end of the day though it could still be that but you don't have to sell that on social media like at the end of the day, you're gonna know it's Grassroot FC. Anyone outside the country is gonna say Grassroot FC. They're gonna type in, you know, FC. They don't need to have it like in your face because people are gonna know. But you know, it's. I'm just glad we're changing things up. You know, we were making documentaries during the Gia. We hit a copyright strike, but you know, their their intentions were there, and I respect the Masatlan admins, huh? Yeah. See, yeah, because they were more. You know, it's different. We got new, new heads, new, new ideas. Uh, what was I gonna bring up? Uh, oh, I lost it. I was gonna recently about our social media. I'm pretty sure that they they used to get attention in, back in Morelia, but you know how Morelia's like not a not a big team where they get like a lot of social media interactions that would like people were just kind of sleep on them, you know. But I'm pretty sure that now that they're they're with a team with such a a big fan base like Cruz Azul with such, I think we're what like at times we're number one or number two or in the top ten of uh in Latin America in, for mm-hmm. social interactions. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure, that whole month of uh, the Guia and after that. Um, but going back into like that stuff before. Dude, with Billy, it was so weird. Like, we didn't even have a porra. We don't have our fan base, our support group. I mean, we, they don't even show up in, like, social media. They wouldn't use them. So, like, the stadium was so boring, so quiet. And then you just have pictures of, like, the three dudes in the porra familiar thing that they attempted. But now, dude, it's so cool now. You have like videos of like the sangre outside the hotel. You have pictures of them. You have the players holding up the sangre azul scarves and all that. You have all those dope pictures of Cabecita with the barra behind him. And it's about time we have that connection. We have, it's about time we have that social media of, of 21st century. We don't have old dudes trying to ruin our club and make bank off of it or yeah, keep, it restri- man, keep it. We don't have that restrictive, conservative, old boomer dudes trying to like learn how to use social media <laughs> with the, the official team's account. We now have that connection. We have our porra back. We have that connection back. We have 
social media back. We have our team back. We have, you know, we have hope coming into a new, hopefully new, good, new golden decade. There's no better way to start the decade than how we are now. And I'm glad that all that BS is behind us with that freaking cancer that was Billy Alvarez. And hopefully the good times keep going. No, I'm I'm kind of sad about it because I, I thought Billy was cool, bro. But after what he did to the club, I, there's no respect for him. There was there was the empathy for him because he lost his daughter. Like she was there, her daughter, his daughter was with him in the 2008 final against Toluca, so she lived it with him. And I guess I think she passed away of like cancer or something. So I think after that was when things started going really downhill. I'm not. I don't remember when she died. I think it was like around 2008, 2009. Um, even like the Sangre probably 2009, was like, probably probably yeah, like months after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even like the Sangre was sending him messages of like support and all that. And then from but after that, like it started going downhill. After the 2013 final, it just kept going downhill. You know, the Boeing era, all that stuff. Then Billy just gave up and started. I don't know if it's always been a thing. Pretty sure it's always been a thing. But you know, Billy like went all out with. His, his money laundering schemes and his corruption and eventually you know it burst his bubble burst and his time came to disappear and now it couldn't have come at a better time I'm glad it came I'm glad his brother or son or not his brother or his son didn't like come in step step in and do the same thing over again well things that had to happen happened and things are looking up for us for now not this season yet but we'll get there well, like from uh, Josh, Josh had told us a little bit about it, you know, like Robin Alvarez always wanted to, he always went for like, the, he went for Caixinha, he went for Marcone, they brought in, they invested all this stupid money and bringing in all these players. So, I mean, at least from his part, the intentions were there, but it's just not enough, you know, like to a point. If It's not enough when the whole head, if the whole head is, if the brain in, yeah. is messed up, then the rest of it is too. No matter how you do so much, exactly. No matter how how much good you want to do, it's just not enough. Right now, there's always gonna be there's always gonna be that DEA agent behind you, (laughs) or that Fed. Chill, Dick. He's not dealing. He's not dealing drugs. Just laundry. You don't know that. You don't know that. Well, he's dealing cemento. That's all I know. Yeah, I don't know what he put in that freaking cemento then. But coming to the end of this episode, um. We just want to shout out Carlos Hermosillo, our 97 legend. Uh, it's his birthday today, so shout out to you, Carlos. Um, never forget that penalty that kept us relevant for the what, like 23 years. Uh, I, I, I like Carlos to a point. I think Carlos, he's one of our maximum legends. He's. I never got to actually watch him play, but the way he criticized the club here and there I didn't really like it it's kind of like he he criticized like every single signing that we brought like sea delantero sea medio I liked sea defensa but... I liked him up until he got into politics so so what was up so what's up with that so tell us a little bit about uh, I'm the wrong guy for that but he got into politics and then he I guess stepped down or this term thing I don't honestly I don't know but there was a controversy where he there was a controversy with him where I think he embezzled money or I don't know what it was, but there was a controversy and, you know, he tries to bury it. And 
after that, the whole thing with Rasul, he just like talks smack all the time. Well, that's what that's uh, why um Billy Alvarez said that he never wanted uh, Carlos Hermosillo in the club, like as a directivo, because you know there was a time where they would push him to be directivo after um after when Quintano stepped down after the final. Uh, they wanted Carlos Hermosillo, and Carlos Hermosillo like uh, populated himself to be the next directivo for multiple times, but he even he even slandered um Jaime Ordiales saying that he was a coward that he never showed up in the important moments. But I mean Jaime Ordiales ended up doing he ended up giving us that uh, championship. But going back to a little bit about Hermosillo, I think that's why Billy didn't um didn't want to give him a chance because of his polit- political roles, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was always pushing for that, and you know the team just barred him out of it. So of course he was gonna be mad and go off on every decision that they made. But you know all that stuff, I'm not gonna try and get into. I'm not gonna pretend to know about that. It's all his. I'm sure, I'm sure there's articles on there somewhere, hidden away that you gotta find. But I look that's I look into that stuff. Honestly, I'll get back to you on that for sure. At least his his his, his career outside of the sport but i'll get back to you on that just to be sure yeah and then uh that that goes back to like another question that i have do you think now that we won the title like he becomes less relevant like now like say, i haven't uh, been honestly i haven't seen much of him since since that uh-huh. maybe it's just me but i haven't seen his his crazy tooth where he's like oh this this and this but I guess since with everything that happened to Billy, he kind of, you know, he's like, oh, I should probably be quiet. He kind of cooled his balls, huh? Maybe he has some dirt on him. Well, you never know, bro. I mean, Everyone he, always, he always claimed that Hurtado was the one that kicked him out of Cruz Azul. Interesting. This is all the nitty-gritty stuff, all the... Conspiracy theories that you see. All the conspiracy theories... Along the lines of freaking Billy Abadis pissing off a witch doctor. Is that is that what they said, bro? I never I never heard of that one. I just he was after so we won the league, right? Ninety seven. Uh-huh. Everyone celebrating. I don't even know if he was there. He had to have been there, but he was on the field, and some dude was like asking for like an autograph or something, and he I guess he like denied him or rejected him or didn't say anything. He dissed him, huh? He dissed him, and the dude was like, "Oh, I'm gonna curse you or something, something dumb like that," and that happened. You know, I, I, I there's no way that's true, but you know, people, some people say that. Other people say that when they won that league, Valencia was like, "Oh, I don't care if we wait another 17 years to win it again," and that's what jinxed us. Something I don't know. Who knows? Uh, some people are saying that they buried something in the stack and the soul, but doesn't make any sense. But you know, all that weird stuff, all that weird conspiracy theory stuff. Valencia's a traitor <clears throat> dog, bro. What's up? Valencia's a traitor dog, bro. That dude was so good, but man, he's a dickhead. Yeah. I just remembered I met that dude. I forgot all about Oh, did that. you really? That's cool. Yeah, I only forgot about That's that. Cool, I was bro. in Houston when he was on Pumas. Or he was co- Pumas, his coach. Oh, he was coaching? Oh, all right, cool. I thought, you, I thought you meant like when you were a kid, like you met him as nah, a player. 
It was back in back in our Boeing era. What was it? 2015 when Santi played with his dad. 2016. 2016. When, uh, with when I'm pretty sure it's Tomas. Oh no, I think Joaquin Moreno might have been there, bro. Interesting. Yeah, Santi Kimenez uh, Chaco was on the field, and during that Boeing era, you know. Uh, I was at the mall and Valencia was there. I'm like, ew. I'm like, I need a picture. He was at Victoria's Secrets buying um <laughs> he was buying um nail polish. That was, Kevin, bro. That, was that was Kevin Montaño, bro. He was at Victoria's Secret. <laughs> That's funny. I ran into a couple of players from Santos. Well, the hotel you stayed at, you know how there's a mall across from it. Um mm. when I went because I wanted to go meet Choletita, so I ran into a couple of uh, Santos players there. Even Aldrete, who, funny enough, he ended up joining us. So, pretty funny. All right. I think I think this is dragged on long enough. I need to go eat. Uh, yes, pronosticos so. against Pachuca on Sunday. A win, uh, bro. 3-0. Is it away? Isn't it away? Though? It's home. Oh, for real? On Sunday? Yes, sir. That's interesting. That's really weird. But, okay. I'll, I'll say that he also smacked some players the dressing room around for a bit and I guess I'm gonna say a two zero win. Two zero? All right, for sure. And then do you have anybody that you think is gonna score? Uh I see Santi scoring and I see Scavacita getting the second one just for you know just to consolidate himself that he's back. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Well pretty much we're we're about to close out this episode. Uh, appreciate your guys' time. Appreciate Ivan. He He's working a double shift right now, so that's why he was on and off. But, but yeah, thank him for his time. Appreciate you, Eli, for coming on after right after work. I know you're hungry, bro. Of course. You got to go meet up with Nesto. You got to go and come up on his chains and shit. Of course, his, bro. Uh, Someone has to. On his championship oh, medal. Bro, I- have you seen anyone selling the Campeón de Campeones medal? The Campeón de Campeones medal? No, I actually haven't, bro. I want that one. That's like before we even won it, I knew like, that's the one I want. Really? Yeah. Just because you were there or what? Well, yeah, because I, I kind of want something like that. I don't want Ernesto to hog all the limelight, you know? Nah, Ernesto, mm. Ernesto's dick riding Chuy Corona. No, I'm just kidding, bro. I love you. I love you, Ernesto. But, um, I don't know, but bro. if any if, if anyone pricey. has a, if anyone you know knows anyone selling it, hit me up. I want to I want to buy it. You know, I want to indebt myself a bit. But he's paying you know. with dollars, not with pesos. So make sure yeah, that and, you guys and, keep that in mind. <laughs> but tampoco que no abusen. Well, my friends, to, little... they'll be trying to you know uh, retire. My my <laughs> no te quieras retirar, verdad? <laughs> uh, you're gonna hit him with the euros, bro. Of course, bro. Well, we even order in French. But anyways, yeah, thank you, Jesse, for having me. It's good to be here each and every time. Thank you guys for listening this far to our ramblings and our, you know, shit takes and conspiracy theories. <laughs> you know? Of course. Thank you. If you're here, if you're still listening, honestly, dude, you're cool. I love you. And here's a big old kiss for you. Mwah. Thank you, Jesse, <laughs> for having you having me again. Yeah, thank you, bro. And then um, so we play this game versus Pachuca and then it's a uh, fecha FIFA so um if we got time if Ivan's back and he's not working too hard and if Eli's not working too hard maybe we'll do a 
another fan episode with you guys but anyways thank you guys for listening thank you eli thank you ivan and have a good rest of your night and arriba el cruz azul Oh, I will see you guys. Oh,